So welcome back. Before the break, I was giving a fairly generalized overview of this terrain of fear and fearlessness. So I wanted to take a bit of time now to go more into some specifics, starting with where and how and under what circumstances fear might show up for each of us in the context of our own lives. And as I said earlier, I'm breaking that into sort of two main arenas, our more daily life out in the world kind of fear responses, and then any fear responses that might come up in the context of meditation, whether that's in your daily meditation at home or in your retreat experience, or if you haven't done retreat, sometimes there's a fear of doing retreat. So there's a whole range of different fears we can explore And I'd like to do this as a written exercise to take some time to think about this. And I gave you small pieces of paper deliberately because this isn't intended to be a whole essay about your fears. But basically, we'll take a couple of minutes of silence. I'll guide you through it step by step. A couple of minutes of silence, firstly, to think about daily life fears. And then I'll ring a bell and just to jot down one or two sentences, three or four sentences, about anything that came up in that period of silence. And then I'll invite you through that same sequence again, second time looking at fears in relation to meditation or Dharma practice. So that's the, the overview. And at the end, I will gather up the fears into these two bags. And I'll, we'll just take... A few random samples, see what, what's there, so that we can get a sense of, I'm guessing, some common themes. But who knows? We'll, that's what we'll find out soon. Okay, so the first area of exploration is in terms of everyday life. And again, remembering that I'm using the word fear to include the whole range, from just very subtle anxiety all the way through to actual terror. So let's just take two moments of silence and just see as you tune in to the body, the heart, the mind, what kind of memories, associations, perhaps anticipations come up in relation to fear. Where, how, when do you experience fear? Just a couple of minutes.
Okay, let's take a few minutes just to jot down a few sentences about anything that may have come up. Okay, maybe just finish that one sentence you were on. Probably not going to capture every single fear in this few short minutes, but just kind of a representative selection. So I'd like to do a similar exercise now, this time just focusing on any fears that might come up in relation to your Dharma practice, your meditation, perhaps, as I said earlier, Fears or anxieties that come up in meditation, perhaps on retreat, perhaps in response to some of the Buddha's teachings. You know, there are teachings around, as Chris was pointing to earlier, the not-self, seeing the insubstantiality of our own identity. There are teachings around contemplation of death, for example. Teachings around renunciation and letting go of a attachment to comfort and so on. So there's, for some people... Uh, fears can come up in relation to meditation practice and Dharma teachings. So again, just taking a couple of minutes now just to tune in. Let your awareness become internal and see if there's any responses in the terrain of fear in relation to meditation and to Dharma practice.
again, just a few minutes to jot down any sentences about what you noticed. And again, maybe just finish that one sentence. And I'd like to pass around these two bags now, and you can just drop. I was going to say keep them separate, but I think that's going to be too hard to manage. So just throw them all in one of these two bags. I'll send them around different sides of the room. And, of course, if you don't want your stuff read out or collated, then just hold on to it. But be nice to get a, a selection from everybody. So we've got two lovely bags full of fears here. <laughs> Let's see what we've got. In daily life, fear of loss of independence and time for creativity slash solitude slash personal desires. In meditation, fear that things I have to do are not getting done. I feel the most fear currently at work, a constant feeling that there isn't enough time in the day to get everything done. This comes from management who themselves are anxious. Sounds familiar. I summed, sorry? Fear transference, that's a good term. I'll remember that. I sometimes have fear of unearthing some hidden pain, sadness, trauma. This is in relation to meditation. I have found in the past I can get quite emotional. I fear getting mad at myself for not always meditating, quote, well. A few nodding heads there can relate to, to this. It's kind of like reverse Christmas. <laughs> Fear in the relational space in daily life, fear of abandonment, fear of being excluded, but also fear of seeing people that I feel abandoned by, related to early conditioning and how that inner working model of bonding has caused me an insecure adult attachment style. 
So again, just that psychology of how these patterns can be established pretty early on. In terms of Dharma practice, fear that I cannot what fear that I cannot do what is required to achieve a good practice. I do not stay alert to my inner states that are too traumatized and wounded and my coping mechanisms too defined and habitual. Yes. Fear in daily life, daughter's attempt to commit suicide. Fear that I may be wrong, anxiety over travel. Fear of things that stop me from taking action, e.g. leaving my partner. Accepting fear in me and honoring the fear held by others. Then in terms of meditation, fear of getting meditation right or getting it wrong. Fear of not understanding. Fear of not living the essence of the teaching. Fear of attachment without thought for the why, how, when. Fear that it might change me beyond recognition. Mm. Daily life. Usually fear arises in the company of other humans. It arises if I compare choices I make in my life to how other people live. Fear around themes of belonging, being seen and not being seen. In terms of meditation, fear of losing my mind. Fear of not losing my mind. (laughs) It's a paradox. Fear of re-traumatizing my system and not knowing it. For example, numbness being mistaken for spaciousness. In daily life, fear of people I don't know not seeing me, i.e. overlooking me or not understanding me. And in meditation, fear that I'm not achieving the life I was meant for. Fear in relation to meditation, that on retreat I will get bored, hungry, and physically uncomfortable. (laughs) Hmm, yes. (laughs) We can all relate to that. And then in maintaining a daily practice, fear that I do all this but remain the same. Or fear that my effort will not result in a positive outlook. So those are, I think, fairly representative of a a range of fears that I think we all can relate to, right? So I wanted to do this exercise just to kind of begin to normalize how common and universal our fears are. Because one of the great privileges I have of being in this position is that I get to talk to people about their fears And they tell me fears that often they think are uniquely theirs and that they're the only person in the world who has this neurosis or this anxiety or this panic or whatever. But sitting in this position, I hear the same themes over and over and over again. And I also know those many of those experiences in my own experience. 
And so it strikes me as tragic that we all are in these isolated little bubbles that our fear keeps us in. Whereas if we could just express them in the right circumstances, we would see that we're not alone and just how common this is, a part of our humanity, a part of our aliveness. So thank you for being willing to touch into that exercise. As I said, I'll... um, write up, I'll type these out and we'll get a fear portrait and that will help me to uh, develop the content of the over the next five weeks.